0: Welcome everybody to the show. Um we have an incredible guest showcased with us today. Please welcome Alex Weber, motivational speaker who is helping you laugh, grow and be the unstoppable you. You are an award-winning speaker, coach, author and the freaking winner of the American Ninja Warrior. Like I wanted that to be the first title. That's so badass. Next level. And you have written a book. It is called Fail Proof. Uh, You have men's groups and a beautiful community. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And for uh, first off, just both of you all, beautiful hearts and spirits and being just warriors with, with big hearts. That's awesome. And thank you for the kind intro. And so I have won an award hosting for NBC and then I'm a two-time competitor and I'm proud of how I've done, but I am <laughs> not, I have not won American Ninja warrior. So I do not want you to get oh, uh, oh shit. <laughs> the, the comments blasted on you. Uh, but no, it's uh, that has been, one of the more transformational chapters of my life. So was coaching. And, and truly, I think I'm going through one in my own life right now of just trying to be really the guy that I want to be, you know, and, and trying to clean up um, maybe dark corners or just bad habits or reactions or Mm. things that have stuck around. And I think I've leaned on Okay, well, I can just come with a lot of energy, or I'll give it my best, or I'll maybe I'll bring some charm, or I'll I I can outwork it. And I think I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm like, man. Or what if you just figure it out and try to heal it uh, rather than trying to outwork it?
2: Wow! Fuck yeah! Let's go! This is the shit (laughs) we're talking about, Alex. (laughs) I am so fucking glad you brought this up because. Kristen and I talked earlier and we're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, we could talk about Alex's book. But you've told your story so many fucking times. I want to know in times like this, what do you do to heal the heart? What do you do to heal the soul? Mm -hmm. You're such an inspiration to all everybody that you reach out to. And it is really hard to be in that limelight and put yourself in that center of it all when we're not taking care of this vessel. And we can be showcased that really fast. You know what, the, what that's like when the carpet gets ripped underneath you, when mm-hmm. you're not paying attention to certain things. <clears throat> this is life. It's a forever journey. We're going to be students forever. I want to know... How do you soothe the soul? What are your tools? What are your favorite go tos right now?
0: Oh,
1: that's a great question. I think I'm in a moment of needing to identify more because so much, and I'll, you know, I won't generalize, but I'll definitely talk for the masculine, just being a man. I think so much of our well being and confidence. Is directly rooted to like how well am I doing, like performing. Yeah. Like how much money did I make? What is the impact? What is my legacy? How much am I providing? Um, and and you know, that serves a really big utility in our lives. So it's not something to uh brush aside, it's it's powerful, but I'm also in a place in my life where I'm, I'm trying to figure out okay, what actually does make me feel good? You know, I'm sober uh for two years which it took away. And this is my own journey, you know, uh, you know, there's no right or wrong for anybody, but I, it took away what was kind of a, it's a, it was an easy soothe to grab. And I don't have that easy soothe. Um, so now I've like realized like, okay, what are the things time with loved ones is really big. And you know, I don't want to say this in almost like a corny or a flippant way, but what actually is play? Like what actually is fun? Because I think sometimes the trap of adulthood, at least I've fallen into it is I'll do some things, you know, I'll go to a restaurant or I'll like, you know, I'll do an activity that is like adult fun, but I'm like, am I actually having fun? Or is this just what I feel like I'm supposed to do on a Saturday? Cause it's a Saturday and it's fun. Um, So I'm trying to listen to like, what, actually those feelings of fun, joy, laughter, feeling good about myself, what is bringing them about and sports is really doing it for me. Like I'm joining, I've joined a lacrosse league, uh pickleball. Yes. I'm going to play in a, a co-ed football, you know, with my girlfriend. And um, I, yeah. So I guess my answer is I've had the good fortune to speak at colleges too. And I think uh, one thing that I'll say to them is what actually is fun? Because I think in this effort of being lifetime learners, we also need to really listen to ourselves and ask ourselves what is bringing you joy? What is not bringing you joy? Because that changes as we go through life.
2: Oh, hell yes. And like seasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I'm so Kristen and I, like this podcast, we can get really deep
1: let's go okay (laughs) i I want to bring
2: some attention to something okay in sobriety yeah it takes two years to get um that feeling those feelings to come back because you've been numbing them for so long Mm. that's that psychological warfare is now at ease and now you're being forced to feel and it's really uncomfortable it's truly uncomfortable so I understand you seeking wanting to seek the joy in things
1: yeah that's super interesting I I didn't know about the two year thing
2: I literally just learned this uh, because just from teaching and, and people sharing their stories and their sobriety and when you're when you're using it to help numb like whatever it is that you're avoiding to feel um, that takes a while to come back. It's hard on your nervous system. So it makes sense. You want to find joy. And I think that part will just be that, that chapter of your healing because mm-hmm. once you figure that joy part, you're going to level up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And It is, it's a, it's a fabulous journey. So the fact that you're feeling this way, as shitty as the, that pie tastes (laughs) right now, (laughs) I'm really excited for you. I'm really excited for you because this is the, this is the fun part Mm -hmm. is to learn what does light up your soul. This is, this is what Chris and I talk about all the time, getting present, getting more in touch with your internal compass really figuring out what your intuition is actually calling for holding space for that subconscious so that we can now feel the feelings yeah. in our body and process it properly because yeah, we've been yeah. numbing it for so mm-hmm. long. And I say we, because we all have a tendency to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. We do. We do it with shopping, gambling, sex, mm-hmm. any type of dopamine hit social media, oh, yeah. scrolling, yeah. Um, it's very apparent and that's where I think that, uh, a lot of people can resonate with what you're saying really, truly. There's a lot of sobriety that's happening right now. And, uh, it's a, it's a tried and true thing that people are kind of waking up to their, their own, mm-hmm. their own lane instead of worrying so much about pleasing outside of that box. We've got to please that vessel. But yeah. that's
0: how we level up. Totally. I have a question for you. Yeah. So when you decided to make that choice to leave alcohol in the past, what are some of the positives that you noticed with yeah. um with leaving that?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll say a few things and, and and one of them I'll come back to is the steps because I like as you say it, I kind of have this uh, around the title of sober because part of me, you know, doesn't want a label. I'm like, okay, that that's a choice I've made, but that's not, um, you know, it's not core to my identity. And then another part of me feels a little bit of shame, um, over, oh gosh, does this just mean that I couldn't hang like, oh gosh, mm-hmm. I'm sloppy. And I lack discipline. And, and those are things to me as a all American division one athlete, <laughs> the American ninja warrior, where, Discipline is a very core value to what I like to see myself as. And so the thought that I couldn't be disciplined with something is I have guilt around that and shame. And the reality is I'm at two years of not drinking. And really a lot of that is out of sheer discipline, what people call white knuckling, which means you're in a situation, but you just don't do it because you know, you're not supposed to, it's not good for you. And I know that, but really it's taken me two years to get to, and I just recently have crossed over to like step seven and then about to be step eight, but really I'm on step six and seven of a 12 step program uh, because they're, they're, they're weighty, they're weighty. Um, And for someone who is sober or not, I'll tell you this, there's a lot of courses out there. There's a lot of e-learning. The AA program is just about as great as any uh, performance, leadership, culture book I've ever read. It is so freaking good at just bravely looking at yourself and truly the place that I'm at right now, which gets me to my answer about some of the positives is I'm now truly at a place of you humbly, you you admit the defects of your character, which that's not an easy thing to do, to no, really, no. really look at yourself and be like, ah, oh, I'm not great at this, or I have a tendency to do this, and not to brush it away or give an excuse. And there's a few things in my life that I'm really just coming back to of you just realize those things about yourself. And so that's a moment that I'm going through now, like truly in today as we sit Mm -hmm. here is realizing these defects of my character and then humbly asking God as I understand him to be to remove these and help me remove them from my life. So overwhelmingly, I will say that the first positive is humility. I've learned humility with NBC American Ninja Warrior when I went from being a I played in the world games of lacrosse as the second top goal scorer in the world and then immediately went over to American Ninja Warrior failing my face off over and over and over again and ate humble pie. And I learned I really learned that, okay, humility is not a bad thing. Humility is, is a really beautiful thing. And I encourage anyone listening, if you do want to go to the next level and whatever that is for your professional relationship or personal, it's gonna take some humility to do that. because uh, I notice in my own life, my pride will try to pop up and and defend ourselves because that's how we are. But but the humility I think is the first step to to growing in anything.
0: Fuck yeah. Wow.
2: Buddy, we just had an episode before we hopped on with you, and this is literally what we were talking about. Oh, So wow, in alignment.
0: That's cool. I love that's it. I oh, cool. down. I do want to talk quickly about um, alcohol. So yeah. I also don't drink, and it's been—it's going to be three years, love I think. It. Let's it's, go. Happened in September. Let's and go. And I can resonate with everything that you're saying, but on the flip side, like the vibrational frequency of alcohol in itself. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that you pay your own hard work, hard earned money to something that is lowering your vibration and is your, your liver, it's hurting your liver. Like there's no, there's no positive. There's, I've had to wrap my head around that. I was like, man, what is the positive of this? And then I was like, there really, there isn't one. And, and it's like, removing that aspect from your life and then opening up to, well, who am I without that? Mm -hmm. What are, you know, these things that I haven't been able to deal with yet? Yeah. So a question is go as far as you want, but like what was starting to open up for you that you maybe didn't want to look at or that was popping up to finally deal with?
1: Yeah. I mean, gosh, so much of that. And and one of them is, in full honesty, alcohol can be tons of fun. It can be an absolute freaking blast. And I think that's important to acknowledge. It can be a way of connecting. It can be a way of kicking out stress. And for so many people who have a good utility for it, I think well done and keep rocking. Um, but I'll also say it's not a surefire formula. And for a lot of my life, I simply bought into this formula that I believe that alcohol or really any substance equals fun. And the more that I went through life and started to poke at that equation and realized, okay, this is not a perfect equation. Sometimes it equals fun. Sometimes it equals connection and laughs. Sometimes it equals arguments, misunderstandings, regrets, too much money spent, feeling sick, lowering vibration, dealing with headaches. So, okay, There's a wider breadth of this equation. And I think that's what I would say to anyone who's exploring a relationship with any substance, any substance is alcohol, any substance is tech, uh, scroll holes, pornography, any substance is just look at the equation. Why are you going to it? And then what are you getting from it? And just look at that stat sheet. And after Mm -hmm. a week or a month, if that stat sheet is trending in a way that doesn't support you, that's brave to alter that relationship. So for me, why I was going to it, I mean, it depended on the season of my life. It depended on high school being an insecure high schooler who got, I I, overnight, I was a bullied freshman and then hockey season started. I played hockey my whole life and my dad was really intense. So I was good at hockey. So now all of a sudden, freshman, I went from being a bullied kid to now I'm with the cool older seniors going to these parties. Oh my gosh. I feel so insecure. They're going to make fun of me. Wait, you're telling me I drink this and I don't feel as awkward. And that lesson of, I feel better with alcohol. I'm funnier with alcohol. Even if I get too uh, over intoxicated, it's a funny story for those people around me. So there's a lot of positive validation and that kind of carried into my life until really mid twenties when my professional focuses, I realized like, it sucks to bounce back. It sucks to like, not feel as good about who you are or your life for a day or two after um, doing this. And then ultimately in 2020, it got to a place where I was going to it because I was sad. And Mm -hmm. I was sad for a lot of reasons, one of which was because I wasn't fully engaging in my life. And this was a way that I could escape that truth and feel a little bit better for a little amount of time. (laughs) But you you can't escape your life. You, you, You can't. And if you're trying to escape it, it means that we need to make a fundamental shift to life. And that's ultimately what happened was I did start to listen to my soul and be more honest with my words, my actions, my behaviors. And then part of that was removing alcohol.
2: Wow. That's uh, a very powerful answer, and because I, I I drink alcohol, but I thoroughly enjoy it sometimes as a social. You're celebrating, yeah. but I enjoy pairing wine with a dish.
1: Totally. And are you kidding me? I would crush a pumpkin beer right now. Who are we kidding? <laughs>
2: are you kidding me?
1: it's great. It's yeah.
2: I don't know that you would have been able to have those realizations without the abstinence. If that was, you know, when you talk about the equation of it, I think that's really well said. And I think a lot of people can, you know, wrap that around their head and in the way of, can we take away the shame and the guilt? And if there is something around that, then maybe that's something that we need to kind of take a look at. And,
1: and, and just to, to run with that, because the last thing I would ever want is for someone to like, I'm not uh, a don't drink person nor shaming anyone (laughs) for drinking. That would be so, um, who am I to say that? That is absolutely, and and the reality is I have fantasies about, I'm supposed to go to Portugal in a couple of weeks. You're you're telling me I don't want to have a red wine? And of course I do. But for me, Alex, my one of one, I've realized that, you know what, it's probably going to be all good the first time. It's probably going to be all good 49 times out of 50. But for me right now in this season of my life, even that one out of 50 of it not supporting me is just, it's not worth it right now.
2: Fucking
0: love love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's like, you know, the 30, it's like 30 days. I say to people, give it a try. Just Right. give it a try without any sort of substance altering thing whatever that may be that you're used to having and just experiment like see the difference of like your brain or see how you feel the next day and it's just it's fun like i love doing like whether it's a parify kid or a 30 day <laughs> cleanse
2: yeah, i love yeah.
0: pushing myself and my willpower to test it
2: yeah. and like
0: we're here on earth school to learn and we're here to evolve. So fuck around with different things and see what happens. Have fun. This is kind of that experimental stage of our life to see, hey, what's serving you, bringing you down, and what's bringing you up. Well,
2: I think the reason why it can be a little bit challenging to just experiment like that, like when you say it's like fun, because it's not always fun if you're not grabbing hold of that reflection piece like why are you doing it to begin with and that can hurt way more than it's like opposite ends of the spectrum fun versus fucking pain mm-hmm. and we're so far removed from the reflection part and like the deep dive and the steps that we don't even know how to handle we don't have the bandwidth to deal especially when we talk about the whole nervous system thing like it takes a while for our nervous system to come back to place, especially yeah. when we've been living in such a high stress yeah. cortisol uh, hormone in our body that when we don't have that, it f- doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's uh, it can build such a contrast. So we kind of go back to, you know, the, the stories that we've made up, the influence that we have. I always tell people, um, Look at the influence around you. These are like, this is an easy thing to help determine uh, maybe some reflection you could bring on, uh, bring some attention to w- who are the five people that you're surrounding yourself with? What are they up to? What are they doing? Yeah. Um, what are the main things that you're doing in your life? Are you taking radical steps into, are you, are you taking the, the nature walks? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? And then as yeah. you go along, you can start leveling up in the pieces and those new tools, and then bringing them back in, just to bring yourself back on home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny right now because, like, as we're talking about this, I'm getting this like rush of like I feel like I'm on mushrooms, and I'm not. Like I'm not. I am drinking
0: <laughs> hot tea,
2: water. Tea. Yeah. I'm like,
0: I feel like. Whew, your flash. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So why don't we move on? D- <laughs> yeah. Let's dive. Let's dive no, into Alex. Hey. Let's let's hey. dive into you. And um, what's what's next for you? Where are you? Where are you headed? What is what's going on in your world?
1: Yeah. You know I um. So a lot of my work is doing uh, the keynote speaking, which I did at NYM, uh, at which is where we met, which is so awesome. And, you know, that's been something that I felt a, a calling, a fire, uh, a draw to do for a lot of years, like dating back to like, I mean, 2017 and really, you know, was just kind of building it. As 2020 started and then kind of went away, not kind of, it went absolutely eviscerated away for two years. And now it's really been the first full year of doing this path. And so I feel very grateful to be doing it uh, and in purpose. So my mission is to do that to the best of my abilities and then really channel my time and energy to try to elevate that. In, I want to put on my own events uh, mm. in the coming year, hopefully. Um, wow. Yeah. And just kind of, and just grow a community of people who are motivated to to commit to themselves.
0: And what about your men's groups and that community? What does that look like? I think this is so needed. The masculine Mm -hmm. energy is needing support. It is massive in the world right now to be able to be vulnerable and to feel seen and heard as a man. So maybe you can shine some light on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Men We Admire came about, uh, I mean, my whole life I've been with guys uh, in so many different capacities. And so that started from a place of me making a list of men that I admired. This is in December of twenty twenty. Yep. December, 2020. And then I realized, okay, that's what this is. I want to be on the list. I want to be a guy that I admire. Mm. I want to be a man that I admire. And in that journey, I started realizing that there was a lot of men who felt that way. And so fast forward, it's been two years. Um, The group has been up to about 80 guys and uh, we're changing the format to monthly meetings, but for 2 years I held Sunday and Monday night meetings where guys from around the country and even world can just tune in and talk about their life and talk about things and undoubtedly it is very needed. I mean we're we're community creatures we are mm-hmm. and for guys, you know I I have great friends in adult life. I've such amazing friends, but guys that a group of guys that I see every week like my grandparents did? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, because we're all busy and we all have our things and we're moving cities and we have our jobs and, and obligations. And so I just think the primal need of a man being with a tribe of guys who lift each other up, accountability, a laugh, heartfelt support, a hug, that primal need is still there, but our lives aren't supporting it. And yeah. that is a lot of pain, I think, for myself and a lot of guys.
0: Wow, that's really good.
2: That's, that's legit. We feel that too with us women. You know, that's why we do, you know, our shit because it it runs so deep. Yeah, it's primal.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. It is primal, you know. Yeah, and then you know you find yourself you have a friend's dinner or you hang out with a group of friends or or whatever it is, you get kind of Mm -hmm. thrust back in. And I feel like we're reminded by how much we need that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have your men's group and then you're going to just continue on doing that and growing that to expand.
1: Yeah. I think it'll take different forms. Um, The virtual will still be something. I think we may incorporate more in-person retreats and even do like a, you know, a deeper dive with a few guys. So it'll, it'll keep evolving. Um, yeah.
0: That is so good. I love so that. So what do, um,
2: like being, we're women, what do guys like to do to feel primal?
1: Ooh, well, so it's interesting. Cause, uh, you know, there's primal, which in our society you wonder like why i think most of us guys like the gym so much is it is a place that we've decided as a society you can go here and feel primal that's why sports are so awesome for so many yeah. reasons is like you are allowed you you tell a you tell a, you know a kid wait everywhere else in life i get yelled at if i run around or i hit someone but you're telling me i go out there on a lacrosse field and i'm rewarded for it Like, this is freaking great. So uh, I think it's the same thing for us adults, you know? So primal, there's, you know, the working out together, going for hikes, pushing, going super cold water, all that stuff. And it's great where the real value is. I have found in men we admire is one, it's guys that you genuinely admire. So if I'm going to open up about something in my life, but I'm going to do it to a group of guys that I freaking love. Like they're doing well in life. They have good careers. They they have their stuff together and they have their challenges too. And so if I say, hey guys, I'm going through this. I'm dealing with this vice. Uh, I'm doing this bad choice. I'm realizing this about myself or I'm just flat out lonely. What always happens is someone else there who you admire, who's a quote unquote cool guy will go, I'm going through that too. And that is where there's so much power because then someone else mm. will say, you know what, guys, I was going through that a couple of months ago. This is what really helped me come through that. And there's accountability where people will message each other. Hey, I haven't done that vice in 21 days now. And it's, it's just, you have a team of, of people that can help you.
2: And help validate too. The validation 100%. Is, is huge. 100%.
0: Yeah. I have a yeah. question. What yeah, do you, What do you feel men are going through right now and what they're struggling through. I I have no idea. And I want to tap into this world.
1: What are men going through and struggling with? Okay. That's such a great question. I, um,
0: you even had to look that way for a minute.
1: <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot, you know, and, um, I think that for a lot of the guys I know, including myself, we genuinely want to be the best version of ourselves and we're human dudes who make a lot of mistakes and have ego and pride and emotions and dark corners and traumas. So you have these two coexisting forces. You have us genuinely wanting to be our best selves and living a life where we're not our best selves. And I think that creates a lot of internal conflict for us all while trying to touch that in a place of emotional healing and maintain a posture of strength and reliability and masculinity. And I'm doing well in the world and I look good and I'm working out and I can take care of you. So it's it's a lot because however you dice it, what is attractive, um, I'll speak in you know gender stereotypes here. What is attractive is for a man to have it together, to be a constant rock of masculine strength and calmness and and so if if that's what we need to be, and then also you're a human being who's like, damn, I'm like, I'm lonely. I'm a little sad. I'm a little disappointed in how I'm doing right now. How do those two things coexist together? I, I think you will find that in a lot of guys teamed with isolation. I'm at my computer. I'm at my job. I'm in the car. So you've got this intense uh, kind of conflict going on within you while feeling alone in that journey. So I'll say that's, uh, I, I think going on for a lot of dudes.
0: Like that is a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on oneself. And it's like just listening to that, you know, there's a direct mirror to women too, because I know we also put ourselves on a pedestal to be all X, Y, and Z. So what would be the medicine And your advice for the masculine and for this, like that solution, what's that solution?
1: Oof. Um, (laughs) You know, for me, I can only speak for me. Yeah. Um, There's, it's like a holistic approach. I'll say that because first and foremost is I think I need to get my ego out of it and my pride Um. So that goes back to the humility thing. Yeah. Um, so I think I need to bring humility, um, and and try to increase the amount of people I'm letting in on the journey. You know, to help with that accountability because that accountability and support is is so huge.
2: Yeah. Well, I think when you do it as um, a group. Too like a big part of it is you're amplifying what you guys are calling in and what you're letting go. Yeah, it's different when like it. It's certainly powerful when you do it for yourself, but when you're doing it as a group.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It really, it really validates it at a a totally different degree, Um, and creates power, more power around it, knowing that other people are are seeking the same thing.
1: Yes, yeah, one hundred percent.
2: Um I yeah. Oh, go Sorry, ahead, ahead. To, no,
0: Go ahead. If you got something, let her rip. Nope. Go for it. Okay, just on that um subject, what is it that men need? Like if in a perfect world and you have your partner, what do you need from her in or these moments? <laughs> or just partner. <laughs> yeah. Partner i'm speaking to alex so you know from her and i'm not using like your current partner but just in general right just having this platform to really we we have a lot of women that are listening so i think this is a beautiful opportunity to just the masculine to be seen and heard and what their needs are
1: it's a great uh you're you're hitting me Uh, (laughs) Um, and you
0: don't have to rush to say it either. So it's good to, to, uh, to feel that.
1: I think, you know, there's, I can only speak for me, but I think for many men, you, you want to feel like with this person, you are being called to be your greatest version And also getting the support from them that that you can be it, like life-giving love and words and belief um, and actions. And then I'll also say like that. So that's like this, like, yes, like we're going to go and – you know, power couple, we're going to build an empire. We're going to like, you know, be this amazing, we're going to have an amazing family and we're going to have an amazing home. And it's like, that's all the, the, the creation energy, you know? And then I'll also say, I think for men that you are loved if you don't do a damn thing. Yeah. And that is really, really hard because I am still, I don't fully believe that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
0: Wow, that is deep. That is well, huge. Uh, I
2: think I've been well. I've been with my husband for 25 years, and the biggest secret to our sauce has been supporting each other no matter where we're at. Just feeling that unconditional yeah, love so that someone's got your fucking back. Yeah. That's so, so I. Good. Yeah. And it, that's the same thing, you know, a parent would do for their child. It's like, it's in us. We just want to be loved and supported yeah. and, and accepted for who we are, where yeah. we're no matter where we're at. Yeah. And yeah.
1: You know, it's, it's like, as you're saying that, and it's like, you know, if there are women listening to, um, there's nothing malintended by doing it you know if you do do that i can only speak for myself and other men it's it's that's the kind of thing where i feel like we'll we'll die for you Um, (laughs) you you know we'll you 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 name it uh we'll go kill the lion um we'll bring it home we'll lay down in traffic we'll uh (laughs) because i think you know aside from our parents And that's not even a surefire deal for a lot of people in this world. That's really not. And then maybe you've come across in your life, a blessing of a good friend who really stands by you through everything. Uh, And I'm at a point in my own journey with faith where I'm trying to accept that God might love me even in spite of my sins and shortcomings. So the thought that you truly have someone that you love so much who loves you in spite of all of your mess ups and, and all that is, you know, I just feel like you, you would melt into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it home, baby. That is powerful. I, I I'm just being respectful of time. It's three o'clock our time. Do I get a tarot card pulled? (laughs) You you're going to have an Oracle card. pulled. Oracle card. Okay. Actually, you know what? My new deck is called a tarot, which I don't even relate to it as a tarot, but you were right. Your intuition just knew. <laughs> um, we need to have you back on the show. Alex, I'd love to. I'd just, love to. We've just skimmed the surface. We haven't even been able to dive deep into all these other offerings and, and some of your stories that you've been through are just so incredible. Well, I appreciate so, that. I hope that you will come back on the show with us. I'd love to. Um, yeah, have another highlight and share more of who you, you are, but this is what is the real, you know, like this is the real you, this is the everyday life and even having to move around our, um, Mm -hmm. experience today. That's real life. That's raw. Yeah. That's raw, baby.
1: I like the shirts, by
2: the way.
0: This was not planned. (laughs) this is we like, just, i'm gonna I'm wear a shirt definitely. i'm like i'm gonna
2: wear my shirt and then it was like we're gonna wear the same color <laughs> like uh, Even it. know
0: we've got hundreds of swag items it. to choose from so it was meant to be We're your sunshine today
1: i love it i love it absolutely
0: <laughs> okay so we are gonna pull a card right now for alex okay. for his highest and best good any message that needs to come through please allow it to come through With love and light only. Are you ready for this? I love it. I'm ready. Take it off. Let's go. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. Your message is. Three of Gabriel. That's an archangel. Hmm. Prosperity arises from wise planning. Time to take the next step. Optimistic plans that turn out as expected. Badass. And it's like down the, the right track. There's a beautiful woman and there's the ships, and it's like the boat's there, Alex. Everything is in divine order and plan, and it's about to take off. So just trust in the process, trust in the plan, mm. and allow yourself to feel right now. All that they're asking you to do is really feel any pieces of those old versions, those insignificant, not good enough, because it's not serving you on this ship and this path of where you're going. So we're just cleaning up a lot of the old shame, guilt, not good enough, truly forgiving yourself. And it's like that ego, you want to welcome your ego to be your assistant opposed to the leading driver. So your ego won't be driving the ship, you're going to be driving the ship as your higher self. So maintain your trust and everything you're doing, lean into all of your um, inner work and frick, the universe is yours.
1: That's so good. It's yours. Thank you. Thank you're you.
0: You're so welcome. I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly read the book because yeah. it's it's too much magic to not. Okay, here we go. Okay. You've made some good choices, Alex. It says right away. (laughs) Give yourself a pat on the back. Okay. You've made some good choices and now your ship is coming in. As you wait for it to dock, it is an excellent time to consider your next steps. Long-term planning is a good idea. What is your next adventure? What actions are you required in order to make that endeavor a reality? You may need to travel for business purposes, review your options while you keep your enthusiasm high. The work you've done so far will yield fantastic results. So there's no need to worry. If it takes a little while for you to get a turn on your financial or energetic investment, just have patience. Additional message is self-confidence, teamwork, optimism, and an expected outcome. Ooh,
1: cool. That's great. That's great. I needed
0: that. This is what you see. You. Let's this go, is the. Baby. This is the thing about coming on the show. It's like we're the show that you just didn't know you needed.
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you.
2: Hey. This space that you're in, Alex. It's uh. It's only semi permanent. It's Mm -hmm. that's the greatest part about it. It's the seasons that we're talking about. You go through the seasons and then the next chapter. So I'm really excited to have you back on the show to to come back and talk about this chapter and um, what that looked like for you. Cause we all have one and um, I've been through it multiple times and I'm just rooting for you and you. you are so supported in this journey and just keep thank up you. the great work. Keep taking care of that vessel. You're just nothing but love and light. And we just fucking love you. Thank you. Yeah. I love you both yeah. too. I really yeah. do. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you pleasure. so, so, so much. Um, let's just quickly, you know what we'll, I know you got to go. So we'll put yeah. all of the information where to find you, your book okay. and all the, all the juicy juice will be in the notes. Awesome. All right, everybody. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in.